Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a sad week in Cowboys land. Going back to Monday night on a national stage, they really, well, they shit the bed. Then you wake up Thursday morning and, good God, Des Bryant is a New Orleans Saint. Really uh, doesn't get much worse than that. And that's why you're only hearing my voice right now. There is no Zach Walchuk in the safe space with me tonight. The poor bastard hasn't left his bedroom since midnight on Tuesday. It's uh, It's been a rough one for my boy. I'm sure it's been a rough one for everyone in the Big D. Walchuk is, uh, you know, he's certainly not missing studio time tonight out of laziness and uh, just being a complete and utter unprofessional. Uh, it is totally and 100% out of mourning for the sadness of his Cowboys and, well, his lesbian nature. So, Walchuk, if you're there, brother, I know you haven't spoken days. You haven't seen the light of day in what feels like months. Do you have it in you to, I don't know, give me something, anything, anything at all? Anything at all? Go Saints, baby. Go Saints. What? He's alive? Go Saints. I love the Saints. I love Drew Brees. Des being for life. Go get yourself a ring, Des. Go Saints, baby. Woo! Nola! Clearly, we're seeing a Walchuk in complete and utter denial. And this should be a surprise to no one. Sean Payton, you're the best. I love you. Michael Thomas and Des Bryant, best duo ever. Let's go. Kamara, Ingram, offense, lethal, Super Bowl bound. Saints of New Orleans, Des Bryant, getting a ring, bringing it home. Let's go, baby. Woo! So that's that's where we're gonna be, huh? That's what we're gonna do. We're just gonna just you're just gonna go desbian for life. You're gonna be like ninety percent of NBA fans. You're just LeBron fans. You're not a you're not a fan of a team. You're just a you're just a fan of the guy. And well, Des is a saint, so that means Walchuk's a saint, huh? Hey, I'm a saint. I, I've been a saint now for a couple of days, and boy, whew. It feels good, bro. It feels really good. Dez being for life. Wherever Dez goes, man, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there repping the 88. I love me some Dez Bryant. And, uh, you know, since my Dallas Cowboys aren't making the playoffs, I guess I'm pulling for a team that will. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is clearly rock bottom for my good friend, Zach Walchuk. uh, Yeah, I'm uh, literally down here looking up at – like miles and miles and miles of dirt above me. I haven't seen the sun or any type of light in a few days, aside from the television. And uh, I'm eating sunblock, dude. I don't know what to tell you, but this is, without a doubt, uh, worse than rock bottom. I'm, I'm nine feet under. Yeah, and listen, dude, I, I get it. I totally... I don't think you do. I, I don't think you do get it, Eric. You're right. I really don't. I don't You're think right. you get it, bud. I don't think you do. You're right. You know? I don't think you get it, man. I, I don't think you understand what it, what it is like to to, to sit here and, and just watch this mediocrity of dysfunction every single bleeping week. I get excited every year. I'm just, you know, picking myself up off the, off the, off the floor and... Oh... Uh, <sighs> Just let it out, bud. 
stupid stuff all the time, all the time. Like, God forbid you want to run a play action, you know? What is play action, Eric? Do you think Jason Garrett and Shelton know what a play action is? I don't I don't think that they do. Um, I, I, I don't get it. I don't understand, man. What are you going to do, bud? You know, this is this is kind of where it's at for you now, and Cowboys fans all over the land are scratching their heads and just wishing the bomb would finally just detonate. You know, it's been it's been kind of it's been fusing, it's been ticking for a while, but no no detonation to this point. And I know a lot of Cowboys fans, such as yourself, are looking for that. And then really the 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 real kick you while you're down, stomp on your head while you're drowning moment is Des Bryant while the Saints are cruising to victory over the frickin' Rams. Just days later, they're signing Des Bryant to what seems to be an already stellar offense and stellar team. So this is uh, certainly a new low uh, for for fans all around the world, except for obviously Browns fans. But you got to feel bad right now. You got to feel terrible. And do you think, I'm just curious, do you think you will – leave your bedroom between now and Sunday night when they play the Eagles? Yeah, I have to work. So, you know, I'll have to fulfill those duties. Outside of that, though, um, no, man, I'm, I'm going to be closeted for a while, uh, probably until, I'd say, February. You know, once the Super Bowl's over and Des has his ring, I'll come out and celebrate that for him. Gotcha. So it's just um, full-blown Saints time now. It's just like Cowboys morning, trying to no, put it behind I'm, you, and yeah. it's full-on Saints. We're just going balls to the wall, making it happen. Yeah, I'm definitely pulling for the Saints. But, uh, of course, you know, I'm still secretly, not even secretly, openly and honestly, and, and my love for the Cowboys is never wavering. I always will love them. I always will represent the star, even if the team won't, even if the 53 guys – Excuse me, 52 guys. Byron Jones is the only mofo that gives a damn about the star. I don't know if you noticed Kevin Byard go ahead and run to midfield and be a dirty little butthole and want to try and be T.O. after that interception, that god-awful interception of Dak Prescott throwing into double coverage, trying to fit it into his new shiny toy, Amari Cooper, who finally did have a good game, by the way. That trade doesn't look too bad. But the rest of it, that whole play, disgusting. Here comes Bayard. I'm going to go celebrate on the star. And the only person who gives a rat's ass is Byron Bleepin Jones. Where is everybody else? You know who wouldn't have tolerated that? You know who wouldn't have tolerated that, Eric? Tony Romo. Des Bryant. I mean, Des damn Bryant it, would have been out there, and he would have fought Kevin Bayard. They would have been throwing fisticuffs. There would have been ejections. There would have been all kinds of flags on the field, and I would have loved every minute of it. But instead, the best cowboy, the only person who really did love and appreciate the meaning of the star, is now a New Orleans Aint. And I'm pulling for him. But oh, I hate him. I'm cowboys right now. I hate them all. I'm so pissed off and just irritated with this organization right now. Well, I know it's sadness and gloom and doom all over the place, but Walchuk, let's not forget one thing, brother. What's that? It's a football Friday! This ain't a football Friday! I'm so ready. Are you ready? Good God, am I ready as ever, man. 
Boy, oh boy. We had some sexy games last week. They lived up to the sexiness. This week, take the Cowboys out of the picture. Bro, I don't know if you've looked at the schedule, but I'm really not getting too sexified by this week. No, this is not uh, the week for sex games. It's unfortunate. Last week was the mecca of sex and football. This week is the opposite. You know it's a bad week when they're flexing the Dolphins game to 3.30 so that they can have a, uh, what they would call a solid game uh, for the network. So that yeah, is... Yeah, I think Dolphins-Packers looks pretty sexy this week with the rest of the way the schedule looks, don't you? That's when you know you're looking at a bunch of like threes and fours. You just lined I up mean... all the ugliest girls in the league <laughs> and you say... Ah, well, once you get to the Dolphins, you're like, ah, yeah, not, it's not bad. You, you start drawing up excuses for yourself that Brock Osweiler actually looks good in that outfit when you, you and I both know he looks going. fat as hell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The beer goggles are in full force. All of a sudden, Kenyon Drake's looking really good. I'm really feeling some 40-year-old Cam Wake tonight. You know, this is good. But every time... Any Aaron Rodgers is involved, right? I think that Aaron Rodgers can make it a little bit specie. Does does Aaron Rodgers trump anyone, including Brock Osweiler, in like just immediate sex game if Aaron Rodgers is on the field, no matter when and where, and who else is on the field with him? That is a fascinating question. Aaron Rodgers trumps everything about Brock Osweiler except for ass tightness. Really, you go you go Osweiler there. Well, you're the expert. You're the Osweiler's expert. For those that don't coach. know, for those that don't know, Walchuk does his top ten asses of the scouting combine every year. It's one of the it's one of the biggest things we do on nosebleed seats. It's a staple on the show every draft season. Walchuk brings it strong, and I remember Osweiler had a, a great great combine from from an ass perspective. Uh, but it's been a while, so I, I it slipped my mind. That's a good point by you, Walchuk. Continue. Yeah, no, uh, in terms of, you know, just overall roundness and uh, form, Brock is one of the best quarterbacks in the league in terms of that asset. Well, uh, speaking of of sex games, the game that happened last night, Thursday Night Football. Oh, that was probably the sexiest game of the week. And that's what I was going to say. That was was supposed to be a sex game, and that didn't happen. No, no. I mean, if anything, Christian McCaffrey definitely showcased how sexy he is. Yeah. The rest of the Panthers, though, kind of forgot their mojo in Carolina. I don't know what the heck happened. The Steelers looked like the best team in football last night. And the Panthers, uh, I don't think that, that was a very good representation of Ron Rivera's football team. Well, of all the craziness that happened last night, and that includes Pittsburgh scoring 75-yard touchdown, Juju Smith-Schuster, shout-out to your Jewish brethren there, Walchuk, uh, scoring on the first offensive snap for the Steelers. Uh, I mean, a lot of craziness happened in that game. The thing that stuck out to me the most was how red Troy Aikman's eyes are. Goodness gracious. Now, listen, don't get me wrong. I love having Buck and Aikman on that Thursday night call. It's fantastic. But I'm looking at I'm looking at Troy tonight, and I'm looking at those eyes, and I'm like, my goodness, Troy, have you not slept in months? What's going on here? Do you have allergies? Is it allergy season, Troy? I think it's marijuana season. Wow. Well, here's the deal. I, and I was, I was, I was about to get to the brownie situation. I do have, I have confirmed. Oh, you think gummies? I think gummies over brownies, personally, if it's an edible variety. I've, but here's the deal. I've actually confirmed it with sources on Troy. He does love uh, a batch of brownies before each broadcast. Now, oh. I had, I didn't put two and two together. I didn't think that had anything to do with the red eyes. Uh, but I do know that 
as a separate situation to be a fact. He is a brownie guy before the broadcast. But this dude, whether it's the brownie's got a little ha-ha, or this dude's not getting enough sleep, or what the hell, his eyes are red as as a stop sign. And so I don't know what the deal is. And it's crazy because Buck, I mean, Buck's calling every game. Buck calls every game in sports. I mean, he literally called my nephew's softball game last week. It was unbelievable. Did he do a good job? You know, honestly, he wasn't that great. He was, he was kind of underperformed. Yeah. Kind yeah, of that's kind of a buck way. But here's the deal about Buck, though. He he, he looked at the part. He looked sharp. He didn't look tired. He, he didn't have red eye. And he's all over. He's everywhere. He's traveling nonstop. He calls four games in, in one day. I watched him. I saw one time him simultaneously call two different games, two different sports. They're on opposite sides of the country. The guy's unbelievable. Yeah, that's incredible. And he shows up. His eyes, are, his eyes are white as snow. I look at Troy, red as a freaking chili pepper. I don't get it. You know what? It might just have to do with the allergies and the dry eye season. And then clearly he's not using the, the drops. You know, I think that's rule number one. If you're going to dabble in the brownie sitch, you need to make sure you've got some drops available. Pop a couple of those. Amen. And you're good to go. No, that's a great point by you, brother. And what do you? would you go, just as a pro tip, uh, side note, Visine or Clear Eyes? Or Rolos? Man, I personally just—I'd recommend the clear eyes if you're not good. For, if you're not familiar with the rollos, uh, that's going to kill you. That's going to burn like a mug. Yeah, they're, know, they're, it, they're burners. The rollos are burners. Yeah, beware. Yeah. It, 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 it's like, whoa, okay, put those in there. They burn terribly. I think I've only used those a handful of times, and maybe by time number four, I got used to it. And there's a nice tingling sensation afterwards, but the burn that it, you go through, suffering. Before tingle immersion happens, is not worth it. Well, the thing about Rolo too is they have like the stair stepper. You like graduate to the next level of burn. It's like it's like what the fuck? and then it's like holy fuck. and then it's like goodness Whoa. gracious, what the fuck was that? And then it's Whoa. holy fuck. god, oh that's burning. That is a lot of going on and so it's and that's the thing about rollos you know so you definitely want to start with the with the lowest round i think that's the silver one i didn't know that they were color-coded but that would make sense so ben roethlisberger had his probably best game of the season the steelers in general had their best game of the season are they the best team in football right now zach walchuk i think as of today this friday you're darn right i mean they've played more games than anybody else. Uh, they look really good. I think as of today, day on the day, they're the best team in football until we see the Saints and Des Bryant play on Sunday. Okay, l- let me ask you this then. When you woke up this morning and you had your bowl of Cheerios, uh, excuse me, fro- Cheerios. excuse me, Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes. Oh, that's right. You haven't eaten in months. Okay, so when you woke up this, this morning, you didn't have breakfast. You probably didn't even wake up. You probably haven't slept in days. You've just been laying there with your eyes wide open. Would have been watching the Des Bryant highlight tape on a loop. Well, when you when 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 the day started, before this this at this catastrophe of that that the Panthers held, did uh, where did you have the Steelers? I had the Steelers. That's a great question. That's Thanks. a good one. You know, I'm just going to have to go down the list and tell you where I had them. I had Saints number one. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are we doing Walchuk's top five NFL teams right now? Week 10, top five week 10 NFL teams on a football Friday going into week 10 after the Steelers just dominated on Thursday Night Football with a red-eyed Troy Aikman 
beat the hell out of the Panthers? Is that what we're doing right now? You bet your hard left nipple we are. All right, well, that's fantastic. Let's do this thing. Let's go from five to one. No, no, no. I don't want to go from five to one. I like to start at the top and work my way no, down. No, 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 no. You got to build up. You got to build up to the number one team. Come on, no, Wolchuk. Don't do this no, to me. Don't do this to me. No, you got to start with number five. You go from number yeah, four. In order, five to five, four, three, two, one. Wolchuk's top five NFL teams at the week 10 marker before the actual weekend of football gets going. But the Steelers are the best team in the league. But let's see what Wolchuk thinks. All right, number five, Zach Wolchuk. Best team in NFL right now goes to... The Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, very nice. Pittsburgh at number five. Oh, this is exciting. Holy bleep, this is exciting. The Steelers, after just Pittsburgh dominating, five, they're, the five, they're the best team in the They're the best team in the NFL right now, but then but all of a sudden, they're number five on Waltrick's NFL top five power rankings. This is yeah, incredible. This is a whirlwind for me. All right, number four. Yeah. Go ahead, Waltrick. Number four, you ready for this? You ready for this? This is coming in hot. This is coming in hot. This is probably going to be a little bit uh, outrageous, but I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs. Holy bleep. Mahomes number four? Wow. Yeah, Mahomes number four, and the reason he's that low is because my third team is the New England Patriots. And head-to-head, the Pats defeated the Chiefs, or else maybe I'd consider putting Kansas City at three. Can't do that. I have to respect the New England victory. I'm putting the past three through that head-to-head meeting. So New England's at three. Okay, holy bleep. Let me just. Yeah. I'm Thank God I got my pen. Okay, so we got we got the Steelers at five, and Walchuk's top five NFL teams in the power rankings. Even though he said that they are the best team in the league as of today, right now. But they're not top five, or they're not number one in the league. Okay, I'm just getting this straight. Number four, who do we have? Who do we have at number four? The Kansas City Chiefs. We had the Kansas City Chiefs and Mahomie. And then at number three, holy bleep, we got Tom Brady. Number two, Walchuk. Give me number two. Number two, we're going to L.A., and it's going to be the Rams. It's Jared Goff, Sean McVay, the sexiest coach in the league. Todd Girls, the girly man himself. Coming in at numero dos. And the moment we've all been waiting for, Mr. Walchuk, your number one team in the NFL right now. Besides the Steelers, because obviously they're the best team in the league today, but they're number five on the list. Number one in the world, Walchuk, go! The New Orleans Saints. Not only did they add Dez Bryant, one of the greatest receivers to ever lace him up, but they beat the L.A. Rams, my number two team, last week. Very convincingly, their offense looks off the chain. They've got a pretty darn good defense to boot. Sean Payton is one of the species coaches out there. The New Orleans Saints, numero uno on the power rankings midseason. Good God, that was incredible, man. I didn't know how much I needed that until you gave it to me. Thank you. Well, I appreciate it. I'm here. I'm ready to give it to you. Now, I will tell you, the one team that I expected to be here that is not is the Minnesota Vikings. I wow. I the Vikings would be cracking the top five right now. And while they've looked pretty good at times, they've been very inconsistent. There's moments Kirk Cousins reminds you, yes, he's Kirk Cousins. And the Vikings just haven't been able to put it all together. However, I do expect a second-half surge from both the Vikings and the Packers, and they will regain their top form 
atop the NFC North, and Trubisky and the Bears are going to show some signs of regression. Wow, that's a bold statement. I love it. Good God, you're giving me everything I need right now. I mean, you are just giving it to me, brother. I've got to up the sexy because this NFL schedule this week is so not sexy. Yeah, that's that's incredibly true. There was one moment this week that was ultra sexy, and it was Mr. Marcus Peters. And wow, uh, where do you begin with this guy? He's you know he hasn't had the best season. He's known as coming into the year, he's a top five corner. He gets traded from Kansas City to L.A. L.A.'s putting the dream team together. And uh, Marcus Peters is a part of that. He's supposed to be, at least. Well, this year at corner, he hasn't been that good. And the uh, the staple, the highlight of that, uh, or I guess low light, you could say, for Marcus Peters is this past week's games against Walchuk's number one team in football, the New Orleans Saints. And, uh, man, he gave up the touchdown. He gave up a lot, but he also gave up the, the game-clinching dagger touchdown to Michael Thomas at the end of that game. And... He was he came after the game he had a lot of things to say that were interesting but then later this week supposedly he he got word that Sean Payton was kind of uh, insinuating that you know Marcus Peters was the the guy that they were targeting because they really liked that matchup with their guys against Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters didn't take too kindly to that and this is what he had to say. Tell Sean Payton keep talking that shit. We going to see him soon. You feel me? Fair enough. Yeah. Because I like what he was saying on the sidelines, too. So tell him to keep talking that shit, and I hope he see me soon. You feel me? And then we're going to have a good little, nice little bowl of gumbo together. Sounds good. Thank you. So Marcus Peters is one of my favorite human beings in the world right now. And, uh, well, you my feel me? You, you feel me on that? Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, they're going to have a nice little bowl of gumbo together. I think that that's phenomenal. And I hope we do get to see that game again. Uh, you know, and if it's in New Orleans, I'll take New Orleans all day, every day. I think it would be a little bit different if it were in L.A. Not that the Rams have a great home field advantage, just that it's not on the fast track in the Dome. I think it would be a more even playing field for the Rams. But, man, Sean Payton does strike me as the guy that's going to be confident, just kind of talking a bunch of mess on the sideline. But I do love Marcus Peters, even though he has had a terrible season for Peters' standards. And he's and he's been the first to admit it though. Like after the game, like, I don't I don't have the audio of that, but after the game on Sunday, he was the first to say, "Listen, I've been playing terrible. I got to fix it. I'm not injured. I've been playing like crap. It's the way it goes sometimes, but I haven't been playing up to my standard and I know I'm better than this and I need to I need to make it happen." So, he's been first to say it. He is uh he's he's one of those guys like I don't know, I don't know if he's from Oakland or what, but I know he's really good friends with Marshawn Lynch. He's kind of cut from that same cloth. Just incredibly real and, and, and open. Up to no good. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's uh, so he's he's a fun guy from that perspective. He's just very real and honest with you. Uh, but then he comes back with that stuff right there, Sean Payton. And yeah, you're right, Sean Payton. It doesn't surprise me. Whatever the hell he said, he probably did say it. He seems like that kind of guy. But whatever. That's just building up for what could end up being a fantastic NFC Championship game, or or whatever that ends up being. That would be great because that was. Such a freaking fun game, and, and L.A. got down so much in that game and still were able to storm back. It was similar to the Kansas City and, and New England game where it's like, okay, I know New England won. It's like, okay, I know New Orleans won. But you saw once the Rams and once the Chiefs really get going, they're almost impossible to stop. And if they played not you know ten times, it would go five and five or so. So th- that's going to be a great matchup to look for. Hopefully they, they do that again in the playoffs. But it was a hell of a sex game, lived up to all the hype. 
this past weekend. Thank you, Marcus Peters, for uh, the for the glorious audio. Yes, thank you, Marcus. We appreciate it. Keep the sex games coming. Yeah, the sex games are vital, I think, really for all of us. And, and it's unfortunate that this week, like we've mentioned numerous times, this is just really not one of the sex games. Um, but uh, I but did see something here. Part. You know how Kansas City's been winning just all year, basically? Yeah, they've been great. Well, the other thing they are winning is the coin toss. They've won. They're 9-0 and this season on every single coin toss. If you count the preseason, they've won 12 straight. They've literally, the Kansas City Chiefs have won the the coin toss every single week this season. I found that interesting. Wow, that is interesting. You know what? I think tails never fails. Yeah, and you know what I think? You take the damn ball, or I mean, you t- yeah, you, you take the ball every single time. Are you sure? Are uh, you sure you take the damn ball? Or do you? Yeah, you do give you it kick to the it? homie and you let him go down there, and you say, "We're going to start seven to nothing. Come out, me, Brown." But if if you if you're if you're that kind of team, but if you're nine times out of ten for some of these teams, would you say you'd rather defer? Yeah, I think a lot of them defer. I think the Cowboys usually do that. Um, but it is kind of there is something to be said about getting the football in the second half to start, especially if you're able to kind of do that double dip where you go down the field, you score right before the half, and then you know we're going to get the ball to start the second. So, yeah, I, I can understand that logic, no doubt about it. Unless it's just a big game, you want to come out and set the tone early and just ride with the lead. Hey, Walchuk. Yep, yep. Who do you think's lost the most fumbles in the NFL this year? Probably Dak Prescott. Well, you're really close, brother. He's number three. He's lost four fumbles. Who do you think's number one? And Josh two. Allen. Say that again. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. No, wrong. Ooh. It is uh, a quarterback, though. No, wrong. Do you like that? Oh, Kirk Cousins. Kirk leads the league in fumbles this year. So hopefully your prediction of, of him and the Vikings starting to take, take charge in the second half of the season Hopefully he uh, learns how to stop fumbling. Also, Carson Wentz, number two in the league, five lost fumbles this season. Yeah, that's crazy because didn't Wentz, uh, what was it, the first three games he just sat out? It was at least the first two. Yeah. Yeah, Wentz missed, uh, Wentz, I think he missed the first three games. I think it was the first three. Um, I saw something else this week, and this could, th- this takes us back in time, Walchuk. Jamarcus Russell, remember him? The bloated, oh How the bloated guard that played quarterback. And he went number one overall. Yeah, he did do the 80 yards on an E deal. Well, uh, he was a absolute bust in every sense of the word. And uh, there was this thing oh. that came out in Sports Illustrated this week. They were talking about him. I don't know. They did a story on him. And uh, one of the things that came out was how, you know, the reputation of Jamarcus, uh, Jamarcus Law- uh, Russell was that he was – you know, kind of lazy, didn't really take it seriously, didn't overly work hard, didn't put the time in like a lot of these quarterbacks you see doing. And, uh, well, there's a story where the coaches played a trick on old Jamarcus. Uh, the quote here is, uh, the coaches didn't think, the Oakland Raiders coaches, that is, didn't think Jamarcus Russell was studying his tapes, so they gave him blank cassettes and... Uh, you know, took him home. It's supposed to study when you get home. Here's the film you're supposed to watch. And then you come back home, uh, come back to practice, whatever, the next day. Well, he comes back to practice the next day, and he says, yep, yeah, watch the blitz, pa- uh, watch the blitz pla- packages. Good God, I can't talk. 
watched the Blitz packages and uh, said he watched it and everything was great. Well, he didn't realize that the Raiders gave him blank tapes, so there was nothing on them. So he didn't watch it. He didn't realize that. So he goes back tells him, yeah, man, I was watching it. Of course I was. I'm, a, I'm an NFL quarterback. I'm a pro. I'm a professional. I get paid millions of dollars. I was the number one overall pick, for Christ's sake. Guys, of course I watched the tapes while well, they were blank. Yeah, I was looking at those blitz pickups, Coach. Oh, yeah? Which one? Oh, you know those A-gap blitzes you were having me watch? Well, there wasn't anything on the tapes, you Marcus, you lying bleeble. Yeah, I thought that was incredibly interesting. I'm like, man, what a hilarious. what a awesome. move. What a freaking move by the Raiders coaches. And honestly, I mean, at the end of the day, Jamarcus Russell wins. I mean, he made that just when you were the number one overall pick back in, in those days before they had the rookie scale. I mean, dude, he made, I don't know what his number exactly was, but I'm pretty sure he made in that 50 million, 60, 60 million range uh, just on that on that rookie contract. Okay, do you remember the Al Davis press conference where he read that letter? I think it was to Lane Kiffin. Yeah, it was to Lane Kiffin. And he talks about, you didn't want to draft Jamarcus Russell. Well, he's a great player. Get over it. That sound Just win, baby. has resonated with me forever. And anytime Jamarcus Russell gets brought up, I think to myself, he's a great player. Get over it from the late, great Al Davis. Well, Al, I'll tell you what, bud. You know what Jamarcus was? Was a freaking competitive eater at the quarterback position. That dude could probably win a hot dog eating contest in the NFL, but he sure wasn't going to win any football games. All right, Mr. Zach Waldchuk, before we get to our sex games of the week, I got one more stat for you. Courtesy of Twitter. Jason Garrett is 4-5 and five coming off the bye week in his nine-year tenure as the head coach of the Gosh, Dallas Football Cowboys. Awfully close to 500, which is let's kind get, of what he is, right? Let's get to the sex games! <laughs> get <laughs> to the sex games on a high note, baby. God, we're talking mediocre Garrett. Now we're going to transition to the sex games. The two couldn't be farther apart. All right, I think clear as day, the number one sex game of the week. Dolphins and Packers! Can't really disagree with you on that one. I was leaning Bill's Jets. Wow, that's a good one by you. How did I miss that one? Oh, man. That's inverted. That's an inverted sex game. On a real note, I do think uh, the number one sex game of the week, and let's see if you agree with me, Walchuk. Saints-Bengals? Yeah, I think looking at this slate, man, Saints-Bengals is absolutely the one and maybe the only sex game on this slate. There isn't a single other game that really gets me titillated. Looking at this, uh, there's flaws with every single matchup. There's actually some matchups of two terrible teams going at it. So I think you've got to go Saints-Bengals. And honestly, as much as I hate to say it, it's going to be a blowout for the Eagles. The Cowboys-Eagles probably is the second sex game on the list. Well, the thing about the Saints and Bengals sex game that makes it tough for me, and I guess the Saints do override it, but uh, it's just it's almost virtually impossible. And I think if you dive back into you know the bowels of history as far as you want to go, there's never been a time where Andy Dalton and sexy were were anywhere near the same sentence. So it's yeah, tough for me to do that. Yeah, but you on the field now, and I think that that trumps it and makes it just as sexy as sexy can be. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be wild to see him in that uniform looking just just incredibly good. 
My gosh, Dez, that's going to be fun, dude. Okay, yeah, that's a sex game. I'll give it to you. Even though Andy Dalton's on the field, I will uh, I'll just thank God the entire time that he's wearing a helmet. Okay, let's go to the next game. You said you said Cowboys-Eagles, and that's a Sunday nighter. That's prime time. That's Al Michaels. That's the green zone. I think Michelle Tafoya is going to make an appearance. It's going to be a good time. Do the Cowboys have it in them? I say hell to the fuck no. Uh, but it, it would so Cowboys to lay an egg on Monday night football at home off a bye where Jason Garrett is just incredible. He's almost like Andy Reid. Uh, just unstoppable. Yeah, he's so good off a of bye. Maybe they'll run some play action and uh, push the ball down the field a little bit. Maybe they'll it's... actually give Ezekiel Elliott the football in the fourth quarter. Who the heck knows? Connor Williams, who you hate, isn't playing because he's having surgery. So maybe on his vagina. Addition by subtraction. What surgery on the vagina? <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, you, you know, just be. It would just be so Cowboys to uh, to show up after all that this past Is week. Regina or Regina? In Philadelphia. Philadelphia, I should say. After the Eagles are coming off a bye week, yeah, uh, it would be so bye. Cowboys to show up and well, make this game competitive. <laughs> the Cowboys but, decided to take a bye at like on Monday night. But as I said, that's just not going to happen. Carson Wentz puts his – actually, it's not even going to be Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is going to do it on the field, but Nick Foles is going to do it in the pants. This is game's going to be over by the third quarter. Yeah, the Eagles are a better football team on the road. It's a tough place to win, even though the Cowboys did it in Week 17 in a meaningless football game last year. But uh, I would be pleasantly surprised if the Cowboys were to win this football game. I just don't think it's going to happen. Maybe we'll maybe we'll call that game a potential sex game, and if it, since it's in prime time, you know it's right when the yeah, sun goes down and everybody gets snuggled sexy. up. We got the candles lit. Maybe we're sitting by the fire roasting some marshmallows. And it's the only game on, so it's you know we're really just paying attention to one another. It's one on one, you know, and you just got you're just really engrossing yourself in each other. I think that it makes it a high potential for a sex game. Uh, the other game that would have been a sex game if the Lions didn't lay a complete egg last week uh, would be that Lions and Bears game. Uh, now you're predicting a Bears free fall and a Packers and are you feeling it Vikings to rise? Okay, you're taking the Bears this week. I wouldn't label that a sex game, though. The only other sex game potential, you tell me right now, we only got two, kind of one and a half with this Cowboys game. Uh, Seahawks and the Rams. Rams coming off the loss. Seahawks as well coming off the loss. Desperate for a win at 4-4 four and four right now. Seahawks has been, besides the game against the Chargers last week, the Seahawks have been pretty good coming into that game. That was a sex game last week. I think Seattle repeats with a sex game this week. Do you agree, Walchuk? Uh, I think the Rams beat the crap out of them, man. I just don't think the Seahawks wow. are that good. Oh, They're man. really trying to force the run. They don't have any running back that's that awesome. You know, I think they I'm trying to force the sex. Yeah, I think you are. I think that it's a lukewarm game. It's a decent four-play game. It's not a full-on sex game. It's the same thing with Patriots-Tittens. Like, the Tittens look good after a win, right? But Tom Brady and the Patriots always beat the crud out of them. So it's not a sex game. There's there's really no sex games this week. NFL, what have you done? You've put a vomit schedule together. All these teams have underachieved. You've got lopsided matchups galore. You know what? I'm not even going to leave my room. I'm going to stay in here. I'm just going to watch Dez and the Saints, and then I'm going to turn it off. Thanks for uh, thanks for really closing the show on a high note, getting us amped for for football Josh this weekend. Uh, that's a sex game for sure, right? Oh well, if Garoppolo's on the sidelines, then absolutely. If he's well, not, Mullins then is playing, though. no, we've got the new star, the new the new verified Twitter star. Oh, big NFL. Nick, that's true. That's big true. 
Nick Mullins. I still wouldn't mind a little Jimmy Garoppolo action on the sideline. Just on the sideline, ball cap on, you know, clipboard, doing some doing some offensive signals. I'm 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 all in for that. And if if you're gonna give me that, coupled with a big Nick return to the action, oh yeah, baby, I'll give you a sex game. God, let's get it going. I can't wait. Go Cowboys, go Saints, let's party. You heard it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's party. It's a football weekend. Uh, no sex, but come back next week. We'll, we'll be amped. We'll, we're, we'll be loaded as ever, ready to fire off into a huge week in the sports. Enjoy the footballs, ladies and gentlemen. Walchuk, get out of the damn house, you moron. Stay composed, everyone. Love you. My underwear's on. You feel me?